This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. I thought as well. I mean, we didn't play. Obviously, Roberts missed out, didn't he, on Saturday? And the only mm. thing, Roberts, the main thing that Roberts gives us is, is his aerial um, power, isn't it? You know, the, when the ball comes in the air, he, he more or less wins everything in the air. You know, he's not, he's not great with his feet. He's, he can't pass the ball no. very well. You know, he's a bit of an old school centre half, but I think that is mm. important. You know, sometimes when you need, you know, you do need that physical presence sometimes in the team. But um, you know, I thought on Saturday we. Uh, we did okay, didn't we? And, you know, obviously Jordan Graham came into the team, for, obviously for Roberts, and Colin went centre-half, didn't he? So, you know, yeah. we've, got a bit, we've got a bit of strength in depth there. Um, yeah. It's not a bad first eleven when everyone's fit. And, you know, I, I, wanna, I think Troy Deeney against the Baggies was outstanding as well. He had a nice. great... Um, and, yeah, you know, overall, no real complaints from me. If I'm going to be a bit picky, obviously, I'd like to think that we could have got the nine points out of the last nine, but you know that's probably been a bit greedy. But at the end of the day, it was there. It was there on offer, wasn't it? Um, yeah. You know, but we'll take seven from the last nine all day long. And if we'd have drawn with the baggies and beat Coventry, then we probably would have been feeling even happier, wouldn't we? So you know, we wouldn't have com- probably. I probably wouldn't have been complaining as much. So you know, so lots, lots of loads of positives then. Absolutely. Of positives. I mean, loads if you just over, over the last three games, but you want that to be over fifteen games, and you know what mm. I mean. You want you want yeah. to go. You want to go in longer. Um, you want your form to be good. You want your consistency to be good for longer periods of time than just two or three games. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, let's yeah. see how we are in the next three or four games. Um, and I really hope that we can keep this level of performance and keep picking up points because that's what this league's all about. And it getting results. And you know, more importantly as well, scoring goals. You know, we've yeah. got to keep scoring goals, and we can't just rely on Scott Hogan to score the no. goals. We need, we need Chong. We need Bakuna. We need Dini. You know, we need all these players to start bringing more goals, don't we, as well? Yeah, be, yeah I mean, touching on from that, it'd be nice if us, you know, the, the back foot, the, the defence started chipping in with a few goals as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I'd say spread the load all over the place. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, Colin got one at Preston, didn't they? Um, he did. 
which was good. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, it'd be good to see us maybe score a header off a corner or something like Radio. Yeah, Radio. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I think people thought Coventry were going to come over and let us, you know, roll over them and tickle their tummies yeah. on Saturday. And the fact was, they set themselves up because they didn't want to concede. And mm. well, yeah, we had that glaring chance, like you mentioned, Paul. I mean, yeah, <laughs> any other day, and he would have put that away. But mm. it was... Um, I, the thing I liked was the fact that we, we actually kept them to just shooting from afar. Mm. And the only thing that did worry me was each one was getting closer. But then in the second half, it was... Cough came out as a different team. Um, mm. in, in fact, they reminded me very much of what we were like last season. Um, what rubbish. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the polite way of putting it. But I think it's... Um, it's all positives. And to go into the, the break now, we've not conceding, not losing games in three, is all positive and it's all things we can build on. Mm. Well, yeah. you compare, sorry, Bray, you compare the 4-2 when we lost to Cough 4-2 just a few yeah. months back to now. It's like chalk and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, 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 the standard of defending so much better. I think Coventry, yeah, I think, I think Coventry are in a bit of a false position, obviously, because they've got a lot of games to catch up on it now with mm. their pitch. Um, mm. you know, so I think they are pressures on them, though, Paul. You know, I, I mean, I wouldn't, I as much as I look at it, as I think they've got three games in hand, haven't they, over most teams? Mm. But actually, I wouldn't fancy being a Coventry fan at the moment because if they don't win those games or at least get some some results, then they're going to start looking at it thinking, Oh my god, we haven't got this in hand anymore. You know, we, we're our, we are in trouble, and um. Wait. Yeah. Sorry, again, sorry to put in again, Craig. Yeah, I mean, obviously, sort of living over here and, and working with them, we're talking about the game on Monday, and a lot of them are saying that they do fear that if they, they've sort of the bubbles burst. Robin seems to have lost interest, and, and it could be the year they're, they're in a lot of trouble, and they've got the ground issues as well. So, mm. yeah, I like to say, I wouldn't like to be in their shoes. No I way. think draw was fair on Saturday, but, you know, I wouldn't. I don't know if they could have complained if we'd have nicked it one 0 I don't know. We had, we definitely had the better chances. Um, mm. You know, we got you got to be putting at least one of them away, haven't you? Really. Um, but I did say as well, trusty at the end. Mm. You know, pulled back. To be honest, I thought that could have been a, a shot. Yeah, could have been a penalty. Mm. Again, yeah, again with VAR, it might have been given. You know. Yeah. Uh, you want you want you to come in on that, uh, Alan? Did you? I'm just thinking uh, that the Coventry situation, uh, having. Had another week's games called off. They've got they've got a they've got to catch up four games, and we've got we've got a month off with the World Cup. They're going to be like Rotherham were during mm. the um, during the lockdown when they they had to play three times a week almost, mm. and they they just they just didn't do it, did they? Uh, no. They uh, and and you can't see Coventry being in any other situation. Uh, you know. And we've, we've we've still got the FA Cup to come and and so mm -hmm. on. They'll be they'll be playing, they'll be playing catch up. Uh, you know yeah. they're, they're not going to get out of that bottom three being three games behind. And when they get the, to play the games, it's going to be such a struggle. Mm -hmm. um, I, I I I sort of chuckled when uh, their games were called off because of the Commonwealth Games. You know because I'm thinking why why on earth are these matches being played in Coventry and not Birmingham but mm. putting that aside it's it <laughs> you know it's it, it's awfully bad awful bad luck um 
I, I know what sort of money they were given to stage these games. So, you know, you can't have it both ways. But um, it, it is, it is a, a, a ludicrous situation that um, to find themselves in. Uh, I mean, as I say, Rotherham had the same problem and just they were they were looking good until mm. they lost the, those four game, four games, and then when I mean we went there and, and, and beat them, and somebody else went there and beat them, and so on, uh, and they and they mm. went down in the end. Um, mm. And I can't I, I, I can see Coventry having the same problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we're looking a lot better now. Um, you know, and without sounding like a broken record, I would like to see. Well, I'm going to sound like a broken record. I don't know why I even said that, but <laughs> I would still like us to go to a back four and free up that extra man in midfield. I think we'd be even better, we'd create even more. Um, but that's just my opinion. You know, if it works doing this formation, if we're going to go on, you know, good runs and get good results, then obviously, like I've said before as well, I'll be all for it. But you know, our experience of this formation so far as Blues fans over the last four or five years has been nothing short of uh, a disaster, really, has it? To be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, maybe this is the guy that can uh, get us going with it. We'll see. Only time will tell. You can't get too carried away with a couple of positive results. Mm. You've got to sort of start doing it more consistently and week in, week out. And I think if we can keep everybody fit, you know, certainly in those three in midfield, um, then we could we could start putting runs together of six, seven, eight games without losing and yeah. win maybe five in eight or five in nine, you know what I mean? And start climbing the table a bit because I'm sick to death of seeing us 17th or below now. It's about time we started to push up a little bit, you know what yeah, I mean? It's getting, it's getting boring now, isn't it? Yeah. Um, did, again, what became apparently obvious on Saturday as well is just the forward options. I mean, we looked on the, you know, looked on the bench and there's not a lot there at all. Um, <laughs> I, I think we're crying out for another striker. But having said that, I know people have mentioned uh, Lyle Taylor, but I think that, that boat sailed, you know. Mm. I think a few weeks back it might have been possible, but I, I, I think that's, that's dead now, isn't it? I would have thought. I think so. I yeah. think so. Yeah. Um, we'll see. Uh, I've been asked to ask Paul, what does he think about VAR in the Championship? I'm, a, I'm all for it. Um, you know, I, I've said on here before as well that I like the thought of, uh, you know, coming away from the game, winning or losing fair and square, and you're going to get more right decisions with it than without it. I know, I know there have been, you know, it's not being used properly really in the Premier League, and most of the issues with it are the people that are using it and not the actual technology itself, but Things that mm-hmm. things that are clear and obvious, like that ball outside the box, like that goal at Hull last season. I mean, I'll mm-hmm. go back even further. AJ in Cardiff, um, yeah. mm-hmm. David and Dogs dive at Liverpool. Um, you know, stuff like that that's happened to us over the years. Mm-hmm. It, it's just nice to know that it's impossible for it to happen against us again. With it, um, you know, and you know, I'm all for it, mate. Yeah, I, I'd rather I'd rather um, be with it than without it. Yeah, I think it's just there. As in, you know, to help the officials get to the right decision because it's difficult for them, isn't it? At the pace the game's played mm. at now, mm. it's difficult for them to keep up with it. And, and you know, you can't certainly the linesmen as well. You know, you can't see that. You sometimes you've got bodies in your way, haven't you? And you can't see fully across the line. So for yeah. offside, I think it's a great addition. Really? For, um, what you? Not just for goals though, and, and penalty decisions. For me, VAR is an opportunity to pull up on those people that are, as a classic example, taking a dive outside the box and getting a penalty decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But not just that, the cheating that goes on in the game, the people still going down as though they've been shot when they've never been touched. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are, should be there to utilise for that as well. Unfortunately, and this happens in the Premier League at the moment, it's only there for when a mistake is made by the referee. 
Mm. And then there's only another referee correcting the mistake the referee's been made. So it's it's always down to interpretation. And I, Paul, I'm all I'm all for VAR, but I just I want it to be that they're an independent party that evaluate the decisions mm. rather than you know Joe Bloggs and his mate, which is ultimately they all work together, so they've got to be separate. Wouldn't it be worth getting a couple of ex-pros in there that are kind of like got no connections yes. to either fame? Oh, yeah. I did read the other day, actually, around that's a great show, coming yeah. into it. And I think that's an absolutely fantastic idea. Mm. And, and a range of pros as well, you know. Don't just stick with somebody that's, that's been there and done it in the Premier League, but go for the lower leagues. Also look at every position. Because you should have somebody interpreting a decision based on where they've played rather than a game. I think that's right. Um, and I think the game would get a thousand times better with it. Um, it's already getting there. Goal line technology is already an improvement on, on where we were. And that took time, but has got better when it when it's plugged in, that is. Um, yeah. But yeah. then, you say that though, uh, Craig, and, you know, I think VAR in that occasion there should be able to intervene, you know, because it's clear... <laughs> clear to see that it did you know for whatever reason it wasn't working um i know the incident you're talking about we won't mention it again but you know var then should intervene and say look you know this ball is over the line you need mm. to give a goal you know so you should get that in his ear that's it simple yeah, as that definitely mm. you know so just going back to the game on saturday can i just say and and also at the albion the fans on both sides amazing with the silence, mm. with the yeah. uh, singing of the national anthem, I, yeah. I, I don't think I've been in St Andrews when it's been that quiet for any silence at any point in time. So, you know, brilliant from from everybody's front, and in fact, across the whole of the country, really, every football yeah. fan has abided, um, mm. apart from one team in Scotland yeah. that we're not going to mention. But no. um, well, there were two teams in Scotland that did did it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Was it Hibs or Hearts? I can't remember. Oh, Dundee. No, Dundee United. Dundee United. Yeah. Dundee who, United. who have similar affili- affiliations? Shall Dundee. we say to 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 Celtic? Uh, it was inevitable. You know, I, I don't want, I don't know why people are being surprised, but yes, the, 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 mm-hmm. obviously I wasn't at the Albion. I watched that on telly, uh, but the Coventry, the Coventry one. Uh, was excellent, and I was, you know, uh, was. you were pr- you were pr- you were proud of everybody in that ground. Um, I just I just wish it had happened the Saturday before. I think it would have been even better then. Um, mm. it, it went on. It, we had to wait too long, um, but I mean that's that's another story, really. The 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 the, the powers that be just got it wrong, basically. Uh, you know, you can have you can have a test match uh, played on. Ironically, the Duke of Cornwall's um, estate, which is the Oval, right? Mm. It actually belongs yeah. to the the now King, uh, and it was okay to play there, and the and the crowd reacted perfectly, etc. etc. Because it was on the day, and we had to wait a week to sort of express our, our yeah. feelings. I think the mm. reason for that was because you got obviously the cricket fans was it South Africa we were playing sorry it was wasn't it um, yeah, yeah. Got the African fans that had obviously travelled from South Africa to watch it um, you know so that might have been part of the reason and 
you know, I, I can't really think of any other reason why that test match was on and the football was off. Um, you know, I really don't know, to be honest. They ain't got a clue. But I had to laugh last weekend, though, because they called all these fixtures off in London because of the, obviously, the, um, you know, the amount of um, police that they needed. Police. But yeah. then they, then they cancelled Man United as well. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. they were all coming from London, Paul. They couldn't travel anyway, yeah. That's a strange one, isn't it? that one, yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I think um, the funeral on Monday was just absolutely incredible. Ah, oh, incredible! Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, what a what a send off for her that was. It was just yeah. Well, you couldn't you couldn't turn, you, you couldn't turn away from it, could you? I, I, I didn't move for seven hours, Mark. I was there all the way through. Mm. No, I mean I'm not I'm, hand on heart. I'm not I'm not a royalist. I'm, I'm not either. But but it was just mesmerising. Yeah, it really. And like you say, you know, it did it didn't make you proud to be British. Mm. It really was. Um, because it's a once in a lifetime, we're the only country that could have done it and, and pulled it off. America try, America fail, and every mm. single time we can pull it out of the bag. And the lads who mm. carried the cough, well, I mean, they well, they deserve oh, yeah, they deserve the yeah, cold yeah. point after that. That was for sure. I mean, going up, yeah. them, doing up them steps, I was uh a bit uncomfortable in my seat. I was like, oh, mm. you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they did a, they did a great job, didn't they? Yeah. yeah, so just get, just getting back to the Albion game. So it was uh, it was quiet for the two minutes, and then a Coventry. It was quiet all the way through the game. Yeah, <laughs> the atmosphere was, it was dire, wasn't it? Non-existent. Yeah. What? What? We've what, had that what is? Yeah, what's the answer? What is the answer? Goal goals, Chris. Is, is, that, is that all, is it as simple as that? Yeah, you got to get you got about a bit of give and take. I mean, obviously, you need the fans behind you to get you going as well from the players side but you know mm. even if we create I mean Bakuna obviously got his chance and that that probably well that got the crowd going a bit but you know you've got to be doing it more often ain't you to get the crowd singing keep right on more often and going you know be more positive if you like you know it was yeah. nice for the team to sorry Mark for the team to come out onto the pitch to mm. keep right on actually that was it was I know it was for the occasion in a way um, yeah. but it was so nice for them to come out to that, and, and that did the end. The end of that song, actually, you know, everybody was joining in with the slow version. That's that for me. Got to continue. It was um... Craig. When we sing the slow version, there is absolutely nothing. nothing. There's not. There's not an no. anthem like it. No, anywhere. And it, no. it, it was no. hairs on end. You know, that's that's yeah. the, the the simple thing about that. Yeah. The club have have got to look to to take that that forwards you know let's let's do it again realize listen to the fans wasn't working now now we've got something that we can latch on to it, yeah. in terms of the atmosphere the one thing that really irritated me was listening to the amount of people that started slating the team because we weren't going and beating coventry yeah and that's, you know we got a result against west brom mm. it's not going to happen every single game um, and why people think still we are world beaters? I don't get it. Me. And you know, calm down a little bit. You know, we, we've we've won a couple of games. They've both been away from home, but if they're not noticed, as soon as they play at home, yeah. For me, an added yeah. pressure. If we could mm. play every game away from home, we'd be sorted. Oh, yeah. definitely. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like that though, should it? You know, we need we need to bring better results at home as well. Um, you know, and you do want consistency at any level of football. And, you know, I just think that if we free that extra man up in midfield and go four at the back, yeah, there you go, I've said it again. 
then we will create more. You know, we will create mm. more. Sometimes we've got five at the back and we're playing too deep. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, and we will create more naturally if you're pushing, if you're committing more men forward. Mm. I think I think this side, looking over the Tilton, the, you know, the bottom tiers, um, empty. I mean, people like Bakuna, you know, maybe Jordan Graham, to have a lower tiers, you know, baying for blood sort of thing, that make a hell of a difference. I can't, mm. I mean, like I say, I, you know, my season ticket's moved and I can't wait to get back. Because it's just, um, I think it make a hell of a difference having those bottom tiers back open. Yeah. 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 But I do think the Tampa's run its course now, the music they walk out to. I think mm. that's that's had its day now. Yeah. In my yeah. Um, I think so. And I think, I think that, I think Keep Right On would be a great replacement, to be honest, if we did it every game. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Paul McCarthy just said the same thing. Please get rid of the Tampa. Yeah. It's had it. It's had mm. its day. It has had its day. Hundred percent. It has had its day. Yeah. Yeah. You've mentioned uh, JJ a couple of times there, and it's um, fantastic that whilst it's through injuries, but he's got his full Wales call up into the squad. Um, yeah. And I don't know if people have seen it, but the video of uh, of their captain turning up, they made a big thing of it. So you got Mister Bale walking into the room and saying hello to everybody, but. What was fantastic was when he walked up, he saw the new guys, JJ there on camera, and he turned around and he's going, simple, you need anything, you know where I am. You know, and to to have somebody around doing that, and, you know, I've, we've got Wales in the World Cup, I hope we stuff them. Uh, I don't care what they do at this present moment, but that's nice to see, and that can only help JJ in his, in his, his way forwards, and Hey, if he keeps on playing and he gets picked, you know, who's to say can't get to that World Cup squad? Well, we were, wicked. we were saying before, it could be a weird little sort of blues connection. You've got, obviously, Jude with England. You could have JJ with Wales and a trustee could be called by America. Yeah. Jude has to start in the World Cup. In my, yeah. eyes, in my eyes, there is just no... He's, he's, one, he's, he's up there with Kane for me now as... The first name on the team sheet, we probably yeah, Kane. I'll probably say Kane, Royce, Sterling. Um, and for me, Jude's in that bracket now. He has to play, has to start. But I've just got this horrible feeling that Southgate will probably pick Mason Mount instead. Mm. Yeah. He's got his opportunity over the next two games, hasn't he, now? To, for me, he's got to play in the two nations games. And he's, mm. he's if he starts and he carries on playing the way that he has been for Dortmund, and, you know... Let's look at it this way. He's, he's set a new record for the youngest British person scoring as many goals in the Champions League. Mm, yeah. You know, uh, good. he stands out a mile for Dortmund. They're valuing him at 133 million. Yeah. Uh, and he, that as well, fed up of hearing, we've only got 5%. Nobody, nobody knows what percentage of a sell on clause are wrapped mm. into the club for Bellingham. So yeah. let's stop the scaremongering. Um, guessing, yeah, I, I, I whinge, I whinge in a similar way about England as I do the Blues. You know, when we play this three-five, you know, three-four-three or whatever it is, um, you know, again, I'd rather see us play four-three-three, and I'd have Declan Rice, and, and the one player I'd have in midfield isn't even in the squad, which is James Madison. You know, yeah. I'd have James Madison with Jude in front of Declan Rice, and then I'd probably have Sterling on the left, um, Foden on the right, and Kane through the middle. You know, that'd probably be my team if it was up to me. But you know, he um he goes for the three centre halves, and he's another defensive manager, isn't he? Southgate, he's defensive, yeah. but he does credit. He does deserve a lot of credit though for you mm. know getting into the business end of tournaments, and he's done a great job off the pitch as well. Um, mm. 
you know, so I'm, I'm not sitting here moaning about moaning about him too much, but I just think when we get into them positions again, like we did against Italy, take the lead early, and against Croatia as well in the semi-final of the World Cup, I'd just like us to go for it a bit more to get that second goal rather than just parking the bus for 85 minutes mm. like we did against Italy, trying to hold on to it. And don't get me wrong, if he would have held on to it, he would have been naughty by now. But mm. I think, um, you know, it's the fine margins for me and we just invited them onto us too much and it was inevitable they were going to score, wasn't it, last summer? Yeah, but do we do we think we're capable of winning it? Um, <sighs> why not? <laughs> let me let me rephrase it. Who do you think will win it? <laughs> um, I think France will probably win it. They had a bad Euros, and I think they'll be a bit wounded after that. Um, so I think France have, have got the best team on paper for me. That's for sure. They could pick three great teams, um, but. I don't know, really. We, we we've got the players to do. We're certainly in forward areas and midfield. If if he, you know, if if he if he picks the players in the right positions and he makes the right decisions as well, tactically at the right time, then we can win it. But we've got It'd the players. Nice. The only thing that worries me, Mark, is the defence. You know, the the centre halves. Mm. You know, we haven't really got a, a world beater at centre half, have we? To be no, honest, no, we haven't. And and I've never seen a I've never seen a country win a World Cup without a fantastic centre half. No. I mean, it'd be yeah. interesting. I mean, it'd be nice to ask our, you know, viewers and listeners who they think will win it. I mean, me personally, I've got a funny feeling Messi's going to go out on a high. I think it. I think Argentina might win it. But mm. um, yeah, if just people can just comment who they think will win it. We've got a chance already. Brazil. Yeah, anybody's got. I mean, we've got we've got a great chance. You know, as long as Harry Kane's fit and firing, and you know, we can we can sort of uh, create chances for him because he was a bit isolated in the final last year, wasn't he? Because mm. we weren't we weren't creating anything again. We were just sat back. Um, so as long as we sort of um, express ourselves, take the handbrake off, let the players go forward and express themselves, and the likes of Foden and Bellingham and you know players like that will be unplay or should be unplayable. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, can we ask any? Can we ask any of our Scottish listeners and viewers to let us know how the soaps go next in the winter? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> <All right. laughs> no. Uh, just, 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 uh, just getting back to the Blues. Um, Carl Williams wants to know, uh, hey guys, what do you think of the new manager? So, let's give a progress report so far. What do we think? Are you I don't think he's promising. Yeah, he's he started. Uh, he started on the back foot. He was mm -hmm. up against it from the time that he came in because he was only given a couple of weeks really to stamp his authority on it. Now I think we're beginning to see the benefits of what he can bring to the team. The one thing that stands out, he has definitely brought them together. The camaraderie's there. Yeah. And I love, I love his passion. You know, we saw it at Preston in yeah. front of the fans. It was repeated at the Albion and he came across, despite a nil-nil, he came across to the fans on Saturday as well. Yeah, now, we haven't seen that really too much it. since, mm. it seems really, I, I go as far as saying Lee Clark, and we saw it a couple of times from both. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. actually, the continual side, for me, is going back to that area. So, yeah. so far, so good. You know, if you were to write a report, he's probably got a C plus. Still works. Yeah. Yeah. I do you think yeah. We got points where we should have got points like at home to ten men against Wigan. Okay. Obviously, we definitely should have won that game. If you know, I don't know what happened there. I've got no idea what happened there. We just didn't. Well, we just didn't. We didn't attack them at all, did we? We didn't. Really? We, didn't we didn't do anything against them until we went a goal down, which was yeah. just so 
so bizarre against 10 men that was. Um, Very you know, odd. Overall, I'd probably give him a, a six and a half out of 10, maybe something like that. Yeah. You know? I think, I think um, like Alan said, that's the right word, really promising. He's got potential to do well. So yeah. let's see what happens. I'd like to see what he'd be like with a bit of money to spend on the team. If ever this take, you know, if ever we get any investment, um, you know, that's all gone quiet again, hasn't it? Seems to be like the never ending story. Mm, yeah. yeah, Alan. What do you, Alan? What do you think uh, so far, Alan? What would you say so far? Um, I, yeah, the 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 the, the, re, the results on the field of him are, are on the on the right track. They, you know, that we we're, we're the graph is going upwards now. Um, yeah. I listen. The, the only thing that bugs me is I listen to the same interview prior and after every game uh and i i, I just I, I should have to stop listening because <laughs> but he's not alone in that you know uh oh it will be a tough game blah 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 uh yes we, we've 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 got we've got no injury problems and then on sat when the team comes out you say well where's so-and-so where's so-and-so where's so-and-so that 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 annoys me and this and 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 the after interview you know win lose or draw uh we take positives. We weren't happy with this. Blah blah blah. I just wish. I just wish he'd stamp some sort of personality on those occasions. You know, uh, I don't want him to be frivolous, uh, but I want him to be a bit more explicit. Not not come up with the same stuff all the time. Um, you know, uh, it's 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 part of the job, um, and it's part it's. It's part of him um, getting a relationship with yeah. certainly the fans. Um, you know, be a bit controversial if you like. You know, uh, I mean, he, he he didn't say anything about the penalty against West Brom. He just said he didn't think it was a penalty. He didn't slag the referee off or anything like that, which I do like. You know, because uh, you can't you you can't control those things. It's no good getting trying to trying to control things that you're not responsible for and he, he's good he's good in that um but yeah the the the, the, the progress it's 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 a bit annoying that we're on a bit of a run and we've got to have a fortnight's break having said yeah. that yeah. so many injuries we hope that in two weeks time we've got a bit more solid squad to pick from mm. but going back in the past We've 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 gone into these periods with injuries before, uh, and come out and so yes he's fit now he's fit now, but we've lost three more, and mm. and and you know that that's that's that repeats itself over and over again, um, so you know yes. I don't think it's a coincidence that results have improved since we've got Bielik in the team and Son Chong, um, you know. That, no, no Absolutely, disrespect, yeah. no disrespect oh, to yeah. the there before. They've all got great talent and potential, but I just think for now, right here and now, Chong and Bielik are, you know, a better two options than what we had in there before. And, you know, they've made a big difference, haven't they, in the midfield? Well, yeah, I mean, like, like, like you say, Paul, I mean, you know, Woods has swapped the Blues bench for the, the Hall bench and then yeah. Dunwich we don't even think about. No, no. disrespect to those two, because, you know, they did try, but we're on a different, you know, different path now. Yeah, and I've got to say, Trusty, he's probably the best centre-half I've seen play for us for probably Long since Mark Morrison. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he, has got um, he has got potential to 
well, to play for Arsenal, I'd say eventually. You know, he looks that good to me. He's good to eventually play for Arsenal, but, you know, he's certainly got... He reminds me of the way he plays, like Matthew Upson. He does remind me yeah. of Matthew Upson. Yes. Very, very athletic. Yeah. 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 Uh, just going back to the atmosphere, Jason Hughes says, I really disliked engineered atmospheres. Clubs try too hard with flags and corporate banners. Atmosphere should be genuine and evolve and will always come from what happens on the pitch, not necessarily results, but effort and desire. Yeah. 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 Couldn't agree yeah. more. Yeah. yeah. The clap, clappers. No. I agree with Pete Taylor here. Our games tend to pan out depending on how Bakuna plays. I sort of touched yeah. on that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and he can't, he, he can't, you know, like I said, if he's going to perform like he did against the Baggies in every single game, he ain't going to be playing for us, is he? We'll probably, well, saying that though, at the same time, we'll probably get like 25, 30 million for him. Um, but I don't know if he'll ever be that good, you know? We'll see. No. Uh, <laughs> any news on the takeover, says Gary Manda. Um, takeover? What takeover? That's all we can say. That's all we can say, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Richardson and Lopez are obviously at every game now, aren't they? And Every uh, week, yeah. Yeah, so. There's got to be something. There's no way they'd be attending games and doing what they're doing if, they, dead. if, yeah. if they weren't confident that something was going to be signed, sealed and delivered, surely. Mm. So, uh, And back to the Coventry game. Uh, Tim Faraday says, uh, Coventry passed us off the pitch on Saturday. Uh, he reckons they look decent? Mm, at times, yeah, definitely. But half an hour. Until we woke up. I think the longer it went on, the, the more... The longer it went on, Chong got more of the ball and he kept yeah. driving forward and, and it was only a matter of time before he was going to... I think a few more, five minutes or so, more longer, we would have scored. Yeah, mm. this, Gary Mander's got a great point here. This drives me up the wall. So why do we take players just to get them fit? Then other teams take them when they could do a job for us. So this kid from West Ham, the left-back again now, obviously mm. being injured when he signed. We keep signing players that are injured and, you know, they seem to be... We seem to be like the club where they come to get fit and then... Yeah, they, they're they're back. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's just yeah. crazy, really. Yeah, uh, interesting to see him play actually, because I think he'll he's gonna he's gonna factor into, I would say, the next few games. I can see there being this change after the international break. Mm. Um, I know they say don't change something if it's not broken, but actually, going back to your point, Paul, you know, we have an opportunity to play four four two, and um, we're short on defensive players. So if he is fit. Why shouldn't we make the change? Why, why shouldn't we give this this kid a, a chance? Because looking at what West Ham fans say and other areas as well, he's he's quite a talent. He, you know, mm. he's, he's got a, a real opportunity to to shine. Um, Jason McDonough, who's made a really good point as well. Troy Dino, you know, the other a few weeks ago we had nothing but negatives about Troy Dino, yeah. but actually he perhaps this number ten role. That he appears yeah. to be playing, he's suiting him down to a two. He's never going to score us hundreds of goals. No. Boy, does he work hard. And, um, he, you know, he's not afraid to get his foot in. I was loving his passion on, on, on Saturday and the way he had a go. And that G's the fans up as yeah. well, you know. So mm. I, want, I want that to continue. And I just, I'm glad people have kind of got off his back because whilst he's not scoring goals, he is still doing a sterling job. Well, um, I mean, I mean, like you say, Craig. Every time, even on Saturday when he was subbed, every time the ball went out, you'd see him gene people up. You know, being a real captain off the pitch, 
And it, and it yeah. seems to have rubbed off on everyone. I mean, you know, I even read an article today. I don't know if anybody else saw it. Uh, I think it was on the Birmingham Mail, but it was the online one. And he was saying how, how, um, how he's brought a touch of professionalism to, to the training ground. You know, he's making yeah. sure the other lads speak to the reception staff. Um, they all mingle together. They're, they're never late for training. Um, and it just seems he's loving being a cap. You know that captain role. I think what I think what it is the reason a lot of people have have got off his back is is that um, they've, they've probably realised the role he has at the club. Yeah. I think his game has improved though in the last sort of half. You know, three or four games he has. You know, yeah. he, he has improved yeah. performance. Has mm. he? Again, I, I think it's not a coincidence that his form's improved as well. Seems mm. to be stronger coming to the team. Um, you know, we're we we're, we're suddenly um, you know a bit more dangerous, aren't we, than what we were before going forwards a little bit? And yeah. you know, for it's me, I, I remember Tommy Mooney saying it when he came on, and he just said that Troy just needed a, a good preseason and to get mm. match fit. And he wasn't. Let's face it, another player when we signed him that wasn't match fit. Yeah. Plus, plus a simple fact as well, Paul. He's thirty-four years old. He's in the twilight of his career. He's got two or three, you know, yeah. a couple of years. Yeah. But he's not going to be a 25-year-old out-and-out goal scorer. I think people think he is, but he's not. He's, he's not about that now. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he was brought in to be an out-and-out no. goal scorer. No. No. I'd, like, you know. I'd, like, I'd like him to get more than one in 18, I'll be honest. Um, yeah. I think he's called one goal for us in his last 18 games. Yeah. But, you know, um, you're right. He's playing a little bit deeper now. And, you know, mm. just try and make it seven in 18 instead of one. <laughs> yeah. uh, just dipping in, in and out to these comments um, uh, Darren Swift says Lopez, Lopez and Richardson expiry date is apparently the 30th of September so that's uh, next well, week um, next Friday yeah. Yeah, 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 I believe yeah. They, they did attend a meeting with the EFL last week um, the only thing I don't like is that we haven't heard too much from that meeting, but actually sometimes no news is good news. Oh, definitely. Um, I I also like the fact that they haven't gone off and constantly come out about things because, again, perhaps they're just keeping it under the radar to get this, get this finalised. But I, I think the investment's there, isn't it? I mean, the uh, interesting announcements around the reduction in the amount of loss that the company's going to make. That was a positive, and that's all part of what you would expect when an investor comes along. Yeah. Um, let's just hope the EFL can listen to what everybody wants and help us mm. get rid of the people that we don't want at the club um, and not dwell on this who is the elusive Mr. King and what involvement does he have? Because I, I really, despite what the articles are saying, I can see that being a sticking point and that worries the hell out of me. Mm. There's mm. no money coming in. We're, we're, yeah. We will be in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't look there's much money, there's much money coming into your um, electric meter either, uh, Craig. <laughs> I know. I think I better switch a lot. And I know you see, I'm not even at home today. I'm looking after <laughs> my folks here. Oh. <laughs> every every week there's an excuse. Oh, there we go. I thought there was something wrong with my phone. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> beautiful looks. <laughs> oh God! Nice. Yeah, it was nice. yeah, I thought I thought you were underneath the Tilton. <laughs> 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 
Alan, we got 10 minutes, so we're going to very quickly ask Alan. Yeah, we can, well, I can go till 22 now, so oh, we'll okay. just go over a little bit. We'll go over a little bit. Wait then. So obviously, as we know so far, though, obviously our regular viewers all know that we've been asking everyone to pick our underrated um, and, and unsung heroes, if you like, one to eleven. And so far, you know, we've got as far as the goalkeeper, the back four, um, and the last player that was picked was Damian Johnson, wasn't it, on the left hand side of midfield? Yeah. So we go for the first central midfielder this week. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So for our underrated. Um, our underrated 11 this week yeah. it's uh central midfield filter well yeah one, one central midfielder please what are we saying on here yeah. can i chop it? on can i chop can i chop on in he's a bit of a favorite of mine and he scored a chipped him with a few goals and he played alongside mark ward and that's peter shearer yeah that's a great shot mm. he was good never really gets mentioned does he that's no. a great that's a great first show that is yeah, yeah. First show, actually yeah 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 yeah. Really like uh, Michael Woods wants you to turn the light back off, Craig. Being <laughs> <laughs> so nice as well, Mr. Woods, in all the messages, he has to get his digging. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about uh, Stephen Clements? Does he get mentioned enough? Nah, that's another good one. Another, another one, yeah. Because I thought he was pretty good for us. He played mm. really well. Yeah. Uh, Michael just says, uh, sorry, join late. Where's Wally? I'm sorry, I mean uh, Nick DJ Sport. Well, he's still working. Mm. Tried to get him on, and he's still working. Jay uh, Jason Hughes and Michael Woods agree with you, Mark. Peter Shearer. Yeah. He's a great player. Interesting. Keith Fahey has been mentioned as well by quite a few people. And, uh, good, good player. He, he was a fantastic player. Um, yeah. I, I do actually agree. I think he was underrated at the club, he, you know. I think so, yeah. This is going to be a hard one this week. It really is. It really is. Alan Campbell. Yeah, Alan, yeah well, he wasn't underrated, though, was he? He was a great player. Was he not a was what, he, was he winger? Number seven, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, no, he, was a central, he played central midfield. He had Howard, yeah. Howard Kendall on one side and yeah. uh, Gary, Gary Pendry or, or Gordon Taylor on the other side. Yeah. Um, okay. But it, oh, the thing was, everybody in that team was overshadowed by Trevor. You know, yeah. everybody was yeah. underrated compared to him and, and probably Latchford as well. Um, but uh, yeah, he, 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 cost, he cost 50 grand from Charlton. And, uh, That's right. Yeah, yeah. He, um, yeah. he basically. Uh, I think they were called inside he, left. He ran, he ran left. that midfield for two, two, two and a half, three, four years probably. I've got another one, Chris Marsden. Yeah, yeah, great yeah, player. Was. Chris, did, was he at the Albion as well? I think so. I thought he was. Oh, he was. Mixture of names coming in at the moment. So we've got. Um, Medin Afti has had a, a couple of um, shout-outs. Uh, Gleghorn um, and Michael Woods, yes, definitely. Alou Assisi. Alou Assisi, yeah. 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 He was a class He was a class player, wasn't he? Yeah, I mean, I'd love him to have hung around. We could we go for it. Yeah. 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 I, I, I must admit, I'm, a, I'm with you, Mark, I think. I'm going to say Peter Shearer as well, because I thought he was good, and he doesn't get ever met. Ever, never, never ever gets mentioned. No. No, some of his no. goals were superb. You know, yeah. some of his yeah. finishing yeah. Was, was brilliant. 
Jonathan Hunt was in that too. Lenny Peckham just said it exactly as I said. It yeah, it yeah. As Jonathan mm. Hunt, but I, I don't know if he was underrated though because he was quality. He was quality, yeah. Um, don't know. Uh, just going back to the state of the club, uh, Pete Tallis says, uh, I've got to be honest, I'm okay with the lack of comedy news making us look like a circus. Yep, I yeah. to- totally yeah. agree. Yeah, it, yeah, does, yeah. it does make a change, doesn't it? Yeah. Does anyone feel any different about us retiring Jude's shirt? Or does it still feel the same as what you did when it happened? Uh, I felt nothing, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was a bit... Um... I thought it was a little bit... Um, I didn't understand it. It was a bit dramatic. It was a bit dramatic, I suppose, yeah. It yeah. was, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, I, I, the only thing I would say is that if it hadn't been for the sale of Jude, Jude Bellingham, we wouldn't be sitting here now. Uh, you know, we, we were in deep... He, he, that, that his sale basically saved, saved the club, didn't it? Um, You're probably right. You're probably right. But no, nobody at the time... Nobody at the time got that. I, I can see it. Uh, and... I don't know who it was. Somebody made the cat. Well, we've we, we've not we've not retired it. We've just reserving it for when he comes back. Um, <laughs> you know. Well, that's hopeful. But uh, that's, that's never going to happen. It, it, it was it was a few other names that have been put in there. We've got uh, Malcolm Page, uh, Kenny yeah. Lowe, uh, Kenny Lowe, Ravel Morrison. You know, we forget about Ravel when he was there. But yeah, he, he was a, uh, he, he was a he was a wayward yeah. wayward superstar, wasn't he? Really. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. This, uh, Crystal, uh, Crystal Palace 4-0 away always sticks in my mind with him he was unbelievable yeah that's classic yeah yeah it was a class play we've had a few of those that were actually but let themselves let themselves down we've had some good players in midfield that you forget all about um, well Chris Chrissy Holland Chris yeah. Holland weren't a bad player oh god yeah, yeah. I know he missed the penalty in the now, in as well. he was the new yeah. Paul he was the new Paul Gascoigne weren't he when we signed yeah him. yeah he yeah. <laughs> was good but we just tend to remember that penalty miss, don't we? In the, the shootout. That's the problem, isn't it? Yeah, but his, his overall game was very good. Yeah, he was a good player. Yeah, he was a good yeah, player. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah. Of I mean, yeah. it's, a shame, it's a shame Muzzy is he couldn't stay fit because he was all right when he played. That's yeah, same as Dave Dunn, but I wouldn't say they were underrated. They were just obviously unable to play, really, weren't they? More often than not. Yeah, uh, Kilkenny and uh, Kenny Lowe have uh, come on the scene now. Uh, Chris Holland on loan, not as a permanent, says Michael Woods. Yeah, Tony Towers, that's going back a bit. He was a great player, Tony Towers. Mm. For my time, yeah, no, his brother Alton. Barry Barry Horn, Barry Horn, yeah. Horn, yeah. Yeah, like, say, forget about people like that. Vinny Sideways, Vinny Sideways. Vinny Sideways. <laughs> 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 yeah. This is, this is going to be uh, a difficult one to pick, really. I'm not sure anything, uh, any any have stood out on the shout box where they've been doubled, doubled up, have they? I think Peter no, Shearer. complete mixture. Peter, Peter Shearer, at the moment, and I'm keeping tally, Peter Shearer, mm. Um, we are also got Malcolm Page and Wade Elliott all on the same numbers. And Nafty's on. Nafty's on too as well. Yeah, Nafty. Nafty yeah, he's he's got a couple of votes as well. Mm. Peter Shearer. Does anybody remember? Woods for about four different players now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can we ban him? <laughs> <laughs> he's, 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 he's a troublemaker, isn't he? He's a troublemaker. <laughs> 
he's just said Mark Ward. He's one of the greatest players we've ever had in the middle. Hey, Mark Ward? Yeah. <laughs> Does anybody remember? He's on, he's on drugs. Does anybody remember Emilio Estevez? Oh, yeah. Who's your singer? Ruby Estevez. Ruby Estevez. Ruby Estevez. Louis Estevez, yeah. He played 45 minutes for us. Yeah. You don't get, you don't get more underrated than that. <laughs> God, I, thought that was a, time. I thought it was a Spanish opera singer, I did. I've got one, I, what, this name is so obscene, it's just come into my head. And I thought he was really good the season he played. Morgaro Gomez. Gomez? Gomez? Yeah. Gomez? Yeah, yeah. He, he was good when yeah. he went the middle. He was a little, little bulldog here, wasn't he? He was. He didn't have to get stuck in. Yeah. He was like how Angolo Kante, wasn't he, at the time, if you like. Um, yeah. You know, and... Really four thought, foot nothing, wasn't he? Yeah, I thought he did really well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, yeah. Just as a, a shout-out, Pete Taylor said, yes, Emilio Estevez, he was the coach of the Mighty Ducks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what about um, what about David yeah. Davis? Yeah, that's not a bad shout. Or Clifton Bald. and... You know, did he get the credit he deserved? I think he probably did, actually. Oh, he did. I think he did. Yeah. I think David Davids did as well. But David Davids, a... yeah. What about what about Stephen Gleeson? Gleeson, yeah. He could mm-hmm. be classy on his day, couldn't he? Right, because he had, he had a lot of stick around me at times. And yeah. He under, mm. Was he underrated or was he, I don't know. I don't know. I think he got a raw deal. I've never quite understood why. Because he was decent. He was all right, yeah. He, he did all right for us. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, had a few, haven't we? Yeah. Tom Addy, so, Tom Addy, enemy, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Barry wow. Horn, Barry Horn says uh, Mark Brooks. Mm. I used to call Addy Amy Tom, uh, Tom, Tom, because his name is Tom. I used to call him Satnav, right? And the reason <laughs> being, Tom, Tom. he knew where he was going, but he had no idea why. <laughs> 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 uh, Mark Ward was never replaced. The best central midfielder I've ever seen, says Michael uh, Woods. Mm. No more chicken doors. Ferguson came a very close second to Ward, though, in terms of that type of Barry, Ver- Barry Ferguson. Mark. Yeah, Barry he was Ferguson. like a, he was like a whip it, wasn't he? Ferguson, yeah. I'd say Ferguson just edges it for me over Ward. Only just there's not mm. a lot. In- yeah, but no. Um, I think no. Ferguson was just outstanding. They were both outstanding, but I just thought yeah. they're not. They're not. They weren't underrated, though. I don't think they no, were just, no, they no, were just no. class. No, and no. Mark Wood was class. Yeah, there'll never be another Mark Wood. I don't think yeah. we're still no, stuck I, with those I, four. By the way, yeah, in terms yeah. of votes, yeah. Wow, uh, that that Craig Gardner fellow wasn't too bad either. Says uh, Pete Taylor. First time round, definitely he was brilliant. Mm. First time not so, yeah, not so much second time. Yeah. Mm. Uh, 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 Lee, Lee Bowyer says, yeah, yeah. Mm. and and most recent, uh, David Cotterell. Yeah, right-sided though, when he right-winger. Right right yeah, it wasn't central midfielder. Yeah. Uh, Lilypad's asking me if I remember Limpar Anders. Anders Limpar, yeah. Anders yeah. Limpar, yeah. He was left-hand side, wasn't he? Yeah, he weren't central, was he? Played for Arsenal and Everton. Um, yeah. Us, obviously, yeah. Yeah, I do remember him. Mm. I think Peter Shearer's edging it, any Craig? He just, <laughs> just, just literally now got one more extra vote across the area. So he is a, he is ahead by 
one. Yeah, I, I've got to be honest. I, I would probably, I would probably vote him as well as underrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah, he played. A, he played a huge part that season when we came up, and obviously, also we just yeah. really. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, he did. Well, he got injured. He got injured a month a month before the season ended, and and never yeah. played again. No, uh, yeah, that's typical Blues fortune. You know, you got, you got a real key player, and we lose him for the key part. You know that he didn't play in the final, the win, auto windshield, and you know never played yeah. in the big games at, at the end. No. Um, play, well, but, I, I think he went off at half time at Wembley, Allen. Did he? Mm. I think he was subbed at half time. He had a really poor first half. And he went off. I think but, Allen's had one of Nick's uh, 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 funny pills. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm going to rewatch the video now to find out whether that's right. <laughs> <laughs> what, about, uh, what about Dan? Right, Collins? Good shout from Mark Brooks, you know Martin O'Connor. I oh, know. Underrated. Not underrated. No, no. Underrated. And also Paul Paul Tate as well, but he wasn't. He wasn't underrated. I remember Darren Purse when he was on here saying, you know, that Skip wouldn't be in most people's... When he was picking his 1-11, to 11, Darren Purse, he just yeah. said, you know, I bet he wouldn't be in many fans' 1-11s. to 11s. Mm. Um, <laughs> he, he didn't really get the credit he deserved, he thought, Darren Purse. But, and that's the only reason I've said it, because Darren Purse yeah. had that opinion, yeah. obviously. So, Talking, I, I, I know it's a bit random, but uh, Darren Purse put on Twitter the other day his daughter was at the funeral. She was like a, a sentry guard on the horse. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He was, he was, he was yeah, buzzing, yeah. I saw that, yeah. Uh, yeah. I've got a, one name, I don't know why it's coming to my head, but uh, Darren Anderton. Yeah, yeah, he did well for mm-hmm. him. Yeah, he did Wasn't there long, though, was he? Wasn't there long? No, no. 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 Um, just want to shout out to everybody as well, just by way of an update. Um, we did get the results of the uh, Football Content Awards yeah. come through to us uh, yesterday. And uh, whilst, unfortunately, we didn't make the final cut as a show, we were very close, very close indeed. Fact, very close, weren't we? <laughs> ten votes short ten. of making the cut. But we have ultimately been voted within the top ten podcasts across the football league um so thank you to everybody that that did vote we have though had two areas that were successful in going through to the next phase and i want to give them a shout out because uh one of them is actually the club and the club's content uh so two years on the bounce but the other one um and uh we've had people on from the uh the the area as well but her game too so, right. you know, just encourage people to please vote uh, for her game too in terms of the work that they've done, yeah. not only for the ladies' game, but getting the ladies more involved. And, right. and hey, let's, let's also get the, the, the club recognised because I think uh, the content they do do and the work that he's completed behind that, Davo and, and the guys that do the, the streaming and stuff now, he's a hell of a lot better. And uh, that time it was recognised. So you can vote for both of those and I'll be posting the details of what's put out across Twitter, uh, Instagram or on the website. So uh, let's help those those guys achieve, hopefully. That, that, that video that I put out with the lad from Accessi Blues was absolutely amazing, wasn't it? Oh, it was uh, Lewis. Yeah. 
Ah, yeah. oh, Lewis, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I thought that was absolutely fantastic, wasn't it? Oh, Lewis Mitchell, yeah, yeah. He yeah, he yeah. Li- he lives in the road road behind me. Okay. Uh, he, he yeah uh, yeah. I've I've been round and seen him. Yeah. 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 Nice, nice lad, yeah. 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 I've got another central midfielder, Danny Sonner. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, cool. That's oh, a great show. Yeah. How how the hell are we going to sort one out? <laughs> I'm still saying Peter Shearer, but I've mentioned Danny Sonner because I thought he was good, and again, doesn't really get does he much? No. Yeah. Gary uh, Mander has said Kevin Broadhurst. Wow. Kevin Broadhurst, yeah. yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Can't fault. Incidentally, lad, I, I, I did go, I did go to Charlton on Sunday to watch the the ladies. Oh, did you? Uh, well done. I did. Yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> well, they basically they they missed the easiest chance of the lot, and they went down and scored for, from you know, from the restart. Uh, the the second goal was a mistake by the keeper, um, and the third goal was a fluke. But apart from that, um, we weren't we, we we weren't we weren't very good to be honest. We 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 were poor up front. We missed loads of chances, uh, and the defence really. The, the, once once we went behind, they lost their assurance. Uh, you know that Charlton didn't look like they'd ever ever have an attack, let alone score. Uh, and it, yet it finished 3-0. But it's been very disappointing. Um, but, hey, we're still going. Yeah. 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 Well, Shout out to Stephen Gill on his write-ups as well. So thank you, Stephen, for the continued support across the uh, the ladies' side. Got a game yeah. at home, in fact, on Sunday against local rivals, Coventry. So, um, yeah. uh, and, and, and just quickly, you can follow all our blogs, both Stephen's and Alan Martin's, on tiltontalk.com that's so easy to remember tiltontalk.com another, another quick question from me so were, were Darren Carter or Lee Carsley underrated uh, not not Darren I don't think Carsley uh, I mean you say Darren I think Darren was underrated uh, do, do you yeah I mean he scored a stat penalty nobody will ever forget that but he mm. didn't really then get the run that you expected him to get. And he didn't stay at the club as long as I expected right. either. Um, it, was, it was a shocker when he went, to be fair. He was a surprise yeah. when he went. The problem was we came up and obviously we got Savage, we got Clements, we got Brian Hughes there. You know, yeah. 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 yeah, and there was a few ahead of him, wasn't there? And obviously he wanted to play, which I don't blame him for. So, you know, I think he went out on loan to Sunderland, didn't he? Sunderland, uh, yeah. Yeah. And- Came back and he played against them up the road in the game where we beat them two one um, mm. on their ground. Uh, that was his first game back after that loan, wasn't it? If I remember, mm. Um, yeah. and he was brilliant. You know, he had some brilliant moments for us. I mean, he scored two great goals against Leeds in the cup. In the cup, uh, yeah. Had a great goal at Fulham away as well. Um, yeah. You know, so yeah, his overall game I thought was good. Um, you know, but everyone, you always just think of that penalty, don't you? A bit like. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's, in a good way with Darren Carter, whereas with Chris Holland, it's in a bad way, isn't it? Unfortunately, it comes down to penalty as well, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But, uh, well, I, I, I'm still saying Peter Shearer. Is he getting the most votes still? Peter Shearer has. There's been a late run for Carter, but Shearer is yeah. still ahead. Okay. So, we'll we'll touch it up after the show and uh, we'll get it sorted. So I'm sorry, everybody. This is a bit of a, a shorter show than normal, uh, but we'll be back to full strength not this coming Monday because of the uh, 
break and we'll be back the Monday after. Third of October. Third of October. October. Yep. So it's uh, many thanks to Paul Hipkiss, uh, Mark Adams, Alan Watton, and the one and only Craig Courtney. And we'll be seeing you again in a couple of weeks' time. Thank you, everybody, for joining in. And sorry about the uh, sound problems at the beginning. It was nothing to do with us. It was all Craig Courtney's (laughs) fault. And we'll see you soon. Ta-da a bit. Ta-da. Ta-da. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us. You've been listening to your Tilton Talk Show. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.